We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Ave Maricela everybody stay with sons fidelity i'm coming at you once again with well not once again first time nathan meffert of the saint maker a new thing coming out in the spring i'm coming out in the spring 17 days i guess close enough to the spring for the spring coming up in a couple weeks nathan good morning welcome thank you for coming on morning steve thanks for having me i'm happy to be here Uh, tell us a little about yourself Uh, you're a convert right Yes, sir. Um, I am. I live in Southeast Michigan, and uh, I was raised in a very lukewarm family. Um, I was baptized when I was nine, so that'll give you some idea. Uh, I had my first communion um, and fell away for for many years. Um, I converted in 2019 uh, in Ann Arbor at St. Thomas the Apostle. And uh, I run a media and marketing company called Modern Animal. And yeah, this, the Saint Maker was sort of a natural extension for me once I converted. Uh, it was a way to sort of take my digital media background and uh, design lay- and layout background and kind of apply it to a project that, that I was passionate about and that I felt could help the church. So, so what exactly is the Saint Maker? Uh, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a personal it's like a life planner for for Catholics, and uh, if if you're familiar with I don't know uh, like a Franklin Covey planner uh, that that's kind of a old school planner that it's like a paper planner that includes goal setting and uh, yearly yearly planning uh, along with uh, kind of reflection opportunities, things like that. Um, there's other versions out there now, uh, personal planners. There's one uh, called the Full Focus Planner. There's one called Best Self. There's um, there's a planner called the Monk Manual. So it's in that vein. And basically when I looked around for a nice solid paper planner, I don't, I'm more and more, I'm just trying not to do things digitally uh, because I spend so much time on the computer. Uh, when I looked around for a real serious uh, Catholic uh, paper planner that would help me both balance sort of my prayer and devotional life and also my professional life. I couldn't find one. So I just, uh, set to work on creating it for myself. Um, the same maker involves, uh, people always ask to have both the, the old calendar and the new, it's actually one of the only, uh, planners out there that has both calendars in it. So that's a major upside for a lot of people. I, I wanted to make sure I had that because, I mean, on the one hand, I follow the uh, extraordinary form of calendar, but uh, I have many friends that, that are following the new calendar. And I wanted to make sure that everybody had uh, kind of a, you know, an equal opportunity there. So, what the, what was the genesis of this? I know you mentioned that. It was what what made you think? You know, I got to come up with this. This is what I'm I'm going to look for. 
Uh, where's the inspiration from that come from? Yeah, and it, I, I will say it was definitely um, it was definitely inspiration. I think that since really since I mean prior to my conversion, um, but up till right now, uh, every 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 aspect of my journey has been really in a, in a matter of kind of just following God's will um, and learning more and more to kind of put my own aside and to just kind of discern, uh, you know, and then just go uh, once once it becomes clear. So, uh, yeah, I think once once I converted, um, one of the 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 first step was was uh, was we got married, uh, my, my wife and I in, in October. So so we we had to work that out. And then um, sort of the next on the checklist was was work. And uh, <laughs> and um, and so the state maker just started to sort of coalesce as this idea. Um, I I would say mainly it came from having from looking around almost immediately after my conversion and 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 seeing there's all these amazing opportunities for devotions and for for all these different styles of prayer that i i didn't understand i hadn't really been specifically instructed in uh how do i structure that how do i structure devotions how, what are all these feast days how do i make sense of them um suddenly there's hundreds and hundreds of holidays that I can celebrate that I <laughs> knew nothing about as a secular person. So it, I was immediately pretty overwhelmed, uh, honestly, uh, but also very exciting ex to be able to access all these cool opportunities uh, for kind of like growth and faith. Uh, so when I started to think about how to organize all that stuff, I guess I should give a little background. I, I had actually created a kind of personal planner for myself before. Um, and so it was totally non-Catholic, but I looked at it and I said, well, maybe I can turn that thing into sort of a loose, you know, into a structure for, for how to organize feast days and how to organize uh, all these devotions. Um, and then I, the more I thought about it, the more it made perfect sense. So I, I started kind of tweaking my old planner uh, putting, just make, basically making it more Catholic. And uh, then I started using it. Once I had a kind of working version of it, I showed it to some friends and they encouraged me to, to make it available for, for sale, which hadn't actually really crossed my mind, but um, that's kind of how we got to where we are today. So so I got the, just on the screen right now, I got December 2020 up from your website and it just yep. shows uh, on the side, the keys, uh, during it, you had highlighted in purple, some feast days, uh, for Advent, you keep in the liturgical colors. That's, that's nice to see so people can understand what the colors are. And, uh, you got red for saints, uh, is that f obviously for martyrs? Mm -hmm. Um, you got first Saturday, first Fridays, first Thursdays, even that's the rogation mm -hmm. days, Ember days. Mm -hmm. I like, is it feasting with the exclamation point? Yeah, fasting, complete abstinence, mm -hmm. fasting and partial. Uh, yeah, so this is made for, and you got enough room so people can put their uh, listing underneath each day, right? So, you know, like, hey, I got a doctor's appointment or something, yep. right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you're looking at the monthly calendar. So, yeah, the monthly calendar is, is really, um, I guess I would say in some ways it's kind of the core of the thing because, um, yeah, it, it really lays out um, the liturgical year 
very clearly. Like I said, it offers both the extraordinary and the ordinary form. Um, but then once once you sort of have the structure of, of the calendar, now you're now you're able to to look at you know what has the church said about fasting and feasting uh, at these different times of year. Um, what is the church? What you know what what is on offer for for novenas and uh, things like that. Um, so. So that that monthly calendar is is really the place where people would return to on a monthly basis, and and I have it set up so that you're actually looking at at each month, and then planning kind of devotional goals according to you know what major feasts are coming up, maybe who who your patron is, uh, or who some of your patrons are, and you know some of some of your personal private devotions as well as just sort of secular goal setting. So. Yeah, yeah, like that, the, month, that monthly calendar is pretty, pretty, pretty exciting. Honestly, I mean, I, I love that layout. And another kind of neat thing on there is, is there's actually a a checkbox where people can kind of track their progress on saying a rosary daily. So I just threw that in there for. No, it's, I thought, that's I thought they, that would be helpful, you know. Yeah, people may think that's oh, why you got to do that, but uh, not everybody says the rosary. I mean, I remember my brother and I we did an experiment back at one church. We didn't even know we were doing it. We go, how many people say rosary? Daily, yep. and the uh, most of the arms fell down, and we're, these were traditional leading folks. Sure. So we're going, man. If we're if our guys aren't doing it, uh, so yeah, they don't think of that as something that's just like, oh, why would he have a rosary checkoff box? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of dorky that way, but I, I should I should mention that on that on that monthly calendar. Uh, Everything there's sort of a color coding system as well, in addition to the color coding for the feast days. But uh, there's for the for the for the non-optional devotions, they're coded as black. For optional devotions, they're coded as gray. So, um, like the rosary tracker, for instance, is gray. Obviously, people don't aren't required to do that. But it's if it's something people want want to attempt, then you can just you know check off your progress, and maybe at the end of the month you can see. Okay, I did it fifty percent of the days. Uh, maybe I want to try to try to improve that next month. But it, you know, it gives a real visual, tangible way of of kind of tracking your progress um, on that. So. Are you coming up with an app for this too? I mean, I knew you say you're you're you know, I'm anybody's a bigger techie than I am. So mm-hmm. I look at you like a guru tech guy. Is, that, is are you coming up with an app for this or down the road? Um, yeah, you were the guy who ended up with your uh, your microphone unplugged this morning for twenty minutes. Yes, yeah, thanks, thanks for bringing that. I wasn't going to bring up anything, but yeah, th- <laughs> beep beep beep, throw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. Uh, anyways, uh, an app. Yeah, uh, I've, I've had a lot of people ask about that. Um, if I do create an app, it will be, um, it will be quite a bit different, I think, than the calendar. Uh, I, I I do have some ideas about it. Um, I think I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work, but what I've kind of been entertaining is that it might be sort of a prompt to kind of give you some assignments that'll help you sort of to celebrate these days um, as sort of like a. Mm, I mean, I hesitate to say assignments because it's not it's not like a school thing. reminders. It would be more like it would be more like this is a cool thing you can do. 
yeah. you know, in the next few weeks, like, what's your plan? See, I'm one of those guys like that needs a motivation just to remember that the novena is going on or a reminder after, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. All, I'm doing novena and by day two, I forget about it. Right. That that would be super helpful. Like an app that just pinged you and was like, hey, by the way, you know, I mean, today, today is Our Lady of Lords. So I would, it would have been great if my, you know, St. Maker app had said nine days ago. Yeah. Well, you got two, actually. The Holy Face, uh, Feast of the Holy Face is uh, uh, Mardi Gras. So many people don't even know that's a novena going on or that that's even a feast. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, there's an app somebody put out for that, but I was uh, there used to be a consecration to a St. Louis de Montfort app that I thought was just great. You pick the oh, day nice. you want to put it on, and it would keep you tracked on each day every time you you put it on. But it didn't have an alert, but yeah. you could at least hit the app. If you remembered to hit the app, it got you on the right day. Hey, that's that's cool. Yeah, I think so. that's kind of like what I'm thinking is, is almost like a little, yeah, that, that's a neat idea. I guess you could kind of take that and you could you could apply it more broadly across the liturgical calendar, basically something like oh, that. I got a ton of ideas. I just don't know how to do any of them. <laughs> all right, maybe we'll have to work together on it. <laughs> no problem. So, all right, what else? You got the Achieve Your Goals section. Yeah, the, uh, right. So, so this, so part of the, part of the intention here is to really help people balance sort of commitments in the world with, religious commitments and uh and also to 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 increasingly see those as really part of the same thing i mean because they're, they're not you know it's a false dichotomy to say that those two things are separate um as a catholic you know obviously different people would have different points of view on that but when i was when i was a purely secular person everything was all about positive thinking and goal setting and um and I was, you know, I, I went pretty far down that path. I don't think otherwise, I, otherwise I probably wouldn't be creating a personal planner if I didn't have some experience in that sort of world. Uh, but when I became a Catholic, I realized all this stuff has to be focused around growth and holiness. So how, how am I going to do that? Um, and yeah, I think we ended up, I think I ended up being able to, to balance that pretty nicely in the planner. Um, one, one kind of, opportunity that people so so yeah basically there's a section in the planner that's a goal setting section um it prompts you seasonally basically because the planner I, we should be clear the planner is published four times per year uh it's published once per season so each season has three months in it um and then then the next planner comes out uh so at the beginning of each season there's a an opportunity to set goals for that season and you can also have a sort of there's also a log in there for yearly goals uh so you can make sure that you're making progress on your yearly goals at the same time that you're prioritizing what you're working on that season is that the one um, with the uh swat not swat but swat <laughs> yeah yeah the yearly the the sure the, the monthly goal setting when you actually are getting into the details of setting each individual goal uh, there's a section called swat and and i work in um manufacturing part of the time and I have a I have a pretty serious background with kind of corporate problem solving. So there's a tool uh, called SWOT analysis, which base, it's pretty simple. It's it's really not that technical. It's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So you know if you set a goal, it, it's good to ask, okay, what strengths do I have uh, that, or you know, do I have at, yeah, what strengths do I have that could help me to meet this? 
What, what are some of my weaknesses that could prevent me from waking, from meeting this? Uh, what opportunities do I have in the world? You know, are there people out there that could support me? Um, are there ways that, that I could ask for help? Um, so what opportunities do I have to meet this goal? And then what, what threats um, are, are out there that could prevent me from meeting this? So yeah, that's part of the, the goal setting process for, for, for the seasonal, um, for seasonal goal setting, yeah. What um, about the uh, the weekly goals ones? The so the week plan, weekly planner. Yeah, sure. So, the way this yeah the way this is designed, I, I really designed this very thoughtfully and carefully to make sure that that there's a hierarchy of what you're trying to accomplish in your life. Um, that, and again, all the the top of the hierarchy is is certainly growth in devotion to Christ and to our blessed mother. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that needs to be kept as, as the top of the pyramid, obviously. From there comes, okay, what, what, is, what is God asking me to do with my life this season or this year, um, according to my, to, my, uh, to my vocation, according to, you know, my profession? Um, Putting $50,000 so, on the Cubs. No? <laughs> that's your thing, Steve, yeah. <laughs> Well, to or I'm sorry, own, the I Tigers. Guess. You're in Michigan, the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> I at least need to be able to go to games in person before I start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so you know, so you've got you got the top of the pyramid, which is obviously a spiritual pursuit, and then you've got okay, what what is being asked of me? So these are my five goals for the season, right? And then you look at that again every month and you're saying, okay, what am I going to do this month to achieve this or to move this forward? And then you're, you're prompted again every week to say, okay, what am I going to do about it this week? And then on a daily basis, you're prompted to say, all right, what am I specifically doing today to move the ball forward? So yeah, it's designed to, to kind of flow down from there. I like your uh, mass prep checklist too. I was just looking at that when you were talking about the, uh, a lot of things that people don't even that may not be doing like weekly examination or even night evening examination. Yeah. Um, every day. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a key part of this, this Saint maker uh, setup is uh, I wanted to make sure to include lots of opportunities for reflection. So if you look at the daily, um, the daily pages on the left, there's sort of your, your plan for how you're going to structure your day on the right at the end of the day, there's an opportunity for you to do what's called a, an evening examine, which is something that St. Ignatius um, passed down to us, um, basically to, to look at where, where have I fallen short, uh, where have I been blessed, um, and how, what am I going to do about this tomorrow? How am I going to continue to grow in holiness tomorrow? So, so that's, that's something that, that you can you know, go through every night. And you know, I've been doing that for two years now because I, I, I mean, I have a, I have a copy of the Saint Maker that I've been working through. It is you overachiever. Definitely. It is. It's no. I Steve, I should say I haven't been doing it for two years. It's, it's been there for two years. Oh, okay, I, okay. You know, I've, I've, I, I fall super short on it most, of, a lot of the time. You know, like like anybody. So there should be a disclaimer there for sure. Um, <laughs> but now you got the appointments down, the daily devotion to do this. I mean. 
everybody. I'm, I'm not an overachiever. That's why I had to make. No, that. no, no. I need one of that. That's, <laughs> I, I need. I jokingly tell friends I need post-it notes so I don't forget things. But literally, everybody that does any kind of business work or works in general has something like that. It's a regular. Uh, yeah. We have a sermon on Garcia Moreno, or living the regular, and he had a you know daily rule of life that he lived by. That so that yeah. this is kind of like a bigger version of that because he only had one sheet. Yeah, yeah. I I think about the daily rule of life. Um, you know, it. I think what the saint maker and in some ways what it offers it, it essentially provides an opportunity for for Catholics to establish their own uh, kind of daily rule of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not only to establish it, but also to kind of reevaluate it on a regular basis. Uh, so I think that's actually a good way of looking at it. Uh, I didn't want to, of course, impose some type of rigid rule that I made up in my own head. Everybody's <laughs> got their own needs. Well, these know? are helpful. So, I mean, yeah, there's, gui- the there's guidelines, but they're not my guidelines. Right, the right. Guidelines right. Are, there's, they're literally, and that's that's the awesome thing about this is that the church has been giving us a structure for thousands of years. It's just a question of whether we're, you know, open to it really. And um, it it's an amazing structure. The liturgical year, if followed faithfully, will bring you into a into a you know a deep understanding of your own vocation but also how does that relate to the faithful throughout time how does that relate to the mission of the church it's you know so so that's kind of i guess in some ways what the same maker is it helps you kind of distill that on a personal level and then just kind of stay on track with it. yeah you even got a layout church outfit full grooming write yeah. your mass intention many people don't do that because uh their faces are digging into their missile they're yeah. <laughs> got plenty I mean, of sermons I, on uh putting your attention on at the offertory. I never use a missile, full disclosure. Not that I'm better anybody, but I, I like keeping my head up and seeing the beauty in front if I'm good not wrestling with my uh, kid on yeah. the side. But good for you, yeah. It's just I being, feel like I need to be more that way, you know? I, I, I've only, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I think part of it is that I've only been attending the, at least the, the traditional mass uh, for, for like a year and a half. So I'm still really learning it you know but no i remember father had a talked about he goes man if i had one wish i'd wish that people were illiterate during mass <laughs> we're illiterate yeah yeah that's, that's cool but no yeah. i mean putting your attention making sure you got that because uh people forget what their intention is and you're putting on the offertory and mm-hmm. you just you miss you miss it but at least that's a great way to keep it in your mind yeah there's i mean speaking of mass there's um so one of the things that you're talking about also is that uh, every week um, on Saturday night, you're prompted to do a weekly examination, which is basically, you know, did I, did I follow God's will for me? Um, did I speak, speak well? You know, did I, did I consider my words? Um, did I, did, did I practice charity with, you know, um, so so that's that's basically every Saturday night. Why is Saturday watch Saturday Night Live not on there? Yeah, I mean it should, it should be on the mass prep checklist, really. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's so far from what needs to be on the mass prep checklist. But yeah, I take your. Point. I know I have to throw stuff in there. If I didn't do it, it would, I wouldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though, man. 
No, uh, but yeah, and it, you know, people just in case they get mad. Uh, the fast starting at midnight. I mean, I yep. if if especially if you get the uh, a mass in the morning, go for it. It says optional, right? Right. I mean, so on that checklist, it says optional in all quotes, and it says mass starting at midnight. Right. Optional. Optional's there for a reason. Right. Right. Now, um, full disclosure, I used to do it until I start going back to mass at noon. Yes. <laughs> It's yep. hard. That's hard to do. The when Pius the Twelfth had that in there. Well, before all that, you didn't have masses at one o'clock in the afternoon. No, you also like walked five minutes to get to your local parish. You know. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think you probably don't walk five minutes to get. To no, we parish. drive thirty, thirty-five, forty yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We drive fifty minutes every week, so it's yeah, it's tough. I mean, my wife. You know, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to pull off the the midnight through mass fast and mass is at 11 and my wife will be like you know you're, you have to drive us 50 minutes to detroit you know if you can't if you can't do that gracefully you shouldn't be eating. you need to be eating some food <laughs> no, i used to do it when i was at the fraternity parish in denver because it's again you could go to eight eight o'clock mass or seven thirty or ten thirty. now it's where i'm at it's a little different hopefully i would love to get back to that but uh yeah yeah all those guys condemning me to the fourth room of hell right now. <laughs> come try it at noon. <laughs> yeah, come, come to mass with me sometime. Yeah. No, but yeah, the uh, the planner looks fantastic on that. It's well done. Looks like a, I mean, I don't have the book in front of me, but it looked like you got the ribbons and the uh, nice binding to go with it. So it's something that uh, isn't cheaply done. No, definitely. I did, I was just talking to the manufacturer yesterday. Um, yeah, it's gonna look really good. I'm excited about it. Um, the, I should say one one other kind of really neat section that we haven't touched on too much is uh, going back to the the monthly calendar. If if you look at the the two page spread and then so you, so you, just so people can know, so people know there's if you look you look at the month you can see the full thirty days laid out like a typical kind of planner layout and that's a two page spread and then if you flip the page the next spread is um, it's, it's the major feast days, essentially, roughly speaking, sort of first class and second class or, or in the new calendar, solemnities and, uh, and, and, and the other major feasts. Um, those are laid out in, in boxes. And so each box represents a feast day. And there's, a brief, there's the name of the feast, the date of the feast, the brief, a brief description and then some suggested devotions. So that's a really cool thing. I haven't seen that, um, you know, a, a way to organize kind of devotions related to major feasts uh, for each month. I've never seen that before. So, um, you know, you can get that information by piecing through all kinds of books and online resources, but the awesome, one of the great things about the Saint Maker is it puts it all in one place. So that's, a really that's one of the things my life what my wife likes the most because she can see okay there's these feasts coming up this month you know she likes decorating the house or cooking a special meal a lot of that stuff is already recommended there for people to just follow along with it's, it makes it really makes you know so living the faith living yeah, it's living yeah, the yeah. calendar yeah and i and I'm, on that point um i recently did a interview with with Detroit Catholic, which is our, our local diocese online website. And uh, 
they uh, one of the things I emphasized was that the this idea that we go to mass on Sunday and then even if we go in the middle of the week, it's so easy once we go back to work or you know get involved with the stresses of daily life to just kind of to drop it. And so I'm hoping that the saint maker can really help people to live truly live the faith every single moment, you know, uh, so that it's a really, it's something that everybody's participating in uh, that's that's really part of the fabric of life. Because I think that's something that has really shifted in the modern age. I think, I think we tend to sort of segment our, the areas of our life in a way that's, that our, our ancestors probably never did. So um, I think just that natural sense of living the faith is a huge part of part of devotion and i think it's time to get back to that you know? no exactly right i mean everything from how you dress how you talk uh what you eat how you act in public how's your house dressed i mean when i was a uh, when i was growing up we were all sports fans so i had sports fi- you know posters all over the place you can yeah. just see a little bit of my office i got this almost throughout the house had beautiful paintings up there's a statue in every room so your mind's always connected so you know hey you know if someone says anything bad or something's on TV, you got our Lord right there. You turn it off or, you know, make reparation, anything. It's you're, you're trying to keep your mindset, right? Yep, exactly. And it's it's kind of funny, you know, because the the secular world provides all these sim, really kind of similar directives. You know, it's like, you know, uh, you know, hang like if you look at a lot of the self-help stuff, it's like, you know, create a a vision wall i think i've seen stuff like that like take your idols you know your 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 idols your 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 heroes and put them on the wall and when you're looking for inspiration look at them and you know write down quotes from gandhi and bill gates whatever mm-hmm. put them on the wall and you can stay inspired all day long and you know so so the secular world's constantly advising us to do that kind of thing but and i you know the the Catholic faith is, it's not something that's just spiritual or just mental. It it also needs to be embodied and it needs to be in our spaces and it needs to be part of the rhythms of our life. So I think, you know, on the one hand, if the secular world offering this stuff, we have an answer to that. We have an answer to that. It's called having saints, you know, in nooks around our houses and wearing uh, you know, miraculous metals and, you know, burning incense and, uh, you know, having blessed salt on the table, hopefully, and, you know, things like that. You know, there's there's so many opportunities to to create that type of environment that just keeps us focused. Well, so, even this, if you're at work, I mean, you can have this planner out and someone might see you writing in it and ask you what that is. And all sure. of a sudden there's a conversation starting up. Yeah. And they probably are going to ask you because it's the... Uh, Planner is actually color coded uh, throughout the year, so the the one that's about to come out is actually purple. So that's because it comes out, you know, right at the end of Lent. So that's so we chose purple for the spring planner. So pretty eye catching, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got I got it up on screen from the order site. Uh, does it come with the uh, Ray Bands? The Ray Bands? No, sorry, no. Do you no. get a if car out of this deal? Or I saw keys and. <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> no but yeah the, i'm just throwing through the artwork here it's i mean beautiful artwork you got the three hearts 
in there. Uh, a whole blank page to write in. Yeah, that's on the that's on the examination of conscience. Uh, so that's actually a whole section that we haven't even talked about. Um, there's a section in there. So if you're preparing for a confession, uh, and you've got your saint maker on you, there's a there's a you can just write in there. Do your full examination of conscience in preparation for your confession, right there. And it's got all these great prompts um, for for looking at sort of you know, how you might be falling short or sinning uh, according to, you know, the Ten Commandments, to the precepts of the church, to acts of charity, you know, so you can just go through all that stuff and be reminded and just meditate on it. And then as you're meditating on it, as you're looking at those prompts, you can be taking notes. You could even, you know, obviously you don't have to take the planner and the confessional with you, but you could. So It'd be and there's better a spot in the where you could... What's that? It'd be better in a cell phone since they can listen to your cell phone. And so, yeah, that's a better idea. Yeah, than yeah. That. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so that, that's the page that the three hearts are on. Uh, there's the, the sacred heart, the immaculate heart, and then the most chaste heart of, of Joseph there. So that's one of my favorite graphics. It's so cool. So, uh, obviously, I'm on the, the page where you shop. So how do you buy this? How do you buy it uh, with your money? <laughs> <laughs> with Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> it's um, Well, you got subscription. Yeah. Is it one time only? Can you, sure. uh, how's it work? Yeah, yeah good. Um, so it basically, the way it works is, yeah, you can buy a single planner. So people could go right now and they could buy a spring planner. And what they're doing currently is they're pre-ordering. Uh, the planner isn't actually going to be available until April 1st. It's, it's going to, sh if people pre-order now, it's going to ship for arrival on April 1st. Mm -hmm. um, so just, we're, we're just in a pre-order session, set uh, time period right now. Um, and like I said, you can order a single planner, but you can also order a yearly subscription. So the single planner, I think, um, is $39.99 right now. And then the the yearly subscription is 125. So right. the the yearly subscription will take you from this spring through next spring. And uh, yeah, it's, and then basically you would, you know, if you wanted to, to reorder next year, you could, but that's, that's how it works. Yearly subscription or you buy a single planner at a time. So uh, they have any questions, just go to you. I see you have a blog up too, or I, there's only one on there. You're adding more, I assume. Yeah, my wife writes blog posts. I or at least she, you know, she's getting into the habit of that. Basically, you know, we have a goal to kind of write a blog post for a lot of the a lot of the major feast days and kind of go into more depth than the planner can go into. Um, so ideally, people will be able to be like, okay, um, like I said, you know, today's uh, Our Lady of Lords. So I see the know. food and drinks for Candlemas. Yeah, she wrote the epic Candlemas post a few weeks ago. Okay. Was that last week or two weeks ago? Or I can't remember. Yeah, it was last It was uh, last week. It was nine days. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, she wrote pretty long Candlemas post there with all kinds of devotions and recipes and things like that. Crafts and family activities. That's, uh, no, again, it goes back to living the faith. For sure. That's the idea. Um yeah, so it's pretty exciting. I, another thing we're doing right now that's pretty cool that I could mention is um, we. I actually just launched this thing called a uh, 
It's called the Lent 2021 Digital Detox Challenge. And uh, what that is, is if you go to the saintmaker.com, it's saintmaker.com forward slash digital dash detox. Um, you can sign up. What we're going to do is we're going to send a, like a digital, the idea is to detox from, from, from digital media, from social media, from fake news, from, you know, all this. This is after they watch this show, right? Yeah, totally. Go do it. (laughs) Um, yeah, of course you have, you have to watch this and, and all of Steve's other videos, uh, and then go do your digital detox. Do I get an exception (laughs) from this? (laughs) You, you get an exception from it. Yes. Only you though. That's it. Nobody else. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the idea with the digital detox is that, you know, there's all kinds of unnecessary stuff that we do online. Uh, and there's a lot of, obviously right now we're, in my opinion, you know, we're doing something necessary here. I mean, this is, this is part of our work, you know, so. Nate, Nate, not, Nathan, wait a minute. Are you telling me that posting a hundred tweets on Twitter is not necessary? Um, I don't know if a hundred, I'm thinking maybe more like 75. Yeah. <laughs> That's your cutoff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yo, um, yeah, see, week one's your accountability team offering it up. Smartphones, week two. Setting limits, week three. Purifying relationship, week four. Email usage, five. Entertainments, Netflix, cable, other forums, week six. Yep. Yep. Smartphones revisited on week seven. <laughs> smartphones revisited. Can't, can't talk enough about smartphones. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a totally free program if people are interested in it. Uh, it's meant to sort of coincide with Lent. So basically, it'll just walk you through kind of. I I, I think I, we use the phrase um, we use the phrase break free from digital de- digital dependence. So that's that's kind of the idea. I'm doing I'm actually uh, in the middle of Exodus ninety right now. So that was uh, I was kind of looking at the. I'm talking to a lot of the guys in my group and I'm just, I'm telling you like digital media use is a, it's a real thing for, for a lot of folks. So. Well, just uh, as something as simple as when your phone goes off, if you have a text, not to, uh, it was the dog, uh, this is a psychological dog test. I can't remember what the name of the dog test was, but when if the button was hit, they, they moved to the button, they moved to the sound. You see people with, you know, the phone goes off and they immediately, just natural reaction anymore they go grab it so if you hear it or hear a vibration or see it go off just let it go for five ten minutes that's yeah. a good start that's a great start yeah yeah i i think that um you know i mean the so the exodus 90 experience kind of got me thinking about about a digital detox and then the other thing is i mean just just all the craziness in the world you know i i'm just like uh you know it's there's obviously such a temptation to just just stay completely looped into it nonstop in a way that's probably not that that helpful, you know? So, um, I mean, right, the goal is to grow in holiness. It's to become a saint. That's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. So the question is how much, how much of this media use is really supporting that goal? That's, that's the question, mm-hmm. you know? No, you're and, right. Uh, maybe some. The answer is maybe some. There might be some element of of digital media that that is helping with that goal, but uh, I'm thinking it's not most. You know. Yeah, I tried it's the post. I tried just to post the links from the website on there, and uh, there's somebody who posted a thing. It was I thought it was really good. Fire and flee. 
fire and forget, post it up and don't look back. <laughs> yeah. like you don't see 400 comments coming through and you're trying to answer all of them. Yeah, but, that's uh, good. That's good. I think that's like, that's especially true when you're, when you're trying to actually make something valuable happen online, you know, because yeah. you just, isn't it funny? You know, you, you put so much work into making something worthwhile and it's like, it's it's like almost it's 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 the fact that you made something worthwhile that just brings the dogs out sometimes you know uh-huh. it's a weird thing i'm sure you experience that all the time yeah it's um, so weird so how can but people you, contact you about this if they're interested or any questions um yeah so i would say i mean one thing you can do is you can follow us on twitter we're at we're at saint maker the um, we're also on Facebook at Saint Maker the. Um, I couldn't get the Saint Maker. There's some other guy out there that has it, so maybe <laughs> I'll have to track him down someday and give him a stern talking to. Um, but yeah, so that's one way. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you message us on either of those, any of those platforms, we'll we'll respond. Um, and then if you want to learn more about the planner, just, just go to thesaintmaker.com. Um, there's all kinds of information up there. Um, you can reach out to us on our contact page. You can ask questions. Um, there's a full walkthrough of, of the planner. There's like a digital walkthrough that's just a complete demonstration. So you can get all your questions answered there easily. There's an FAQ section that's got all kinds of great information. Um, so. Very good. Oh, I should say also, if, if folks buy, if folks pre-order the planner right now, they actually, so that, so they pre-order the spring planner, they end up with, uh, we'll give, we're, we're basically sending a free PDF download of the winter planner, uh, which means that you can just download those files. You can print them at home. You can three hole punch them and you can stick them in a binder. Um, and then you, you'll have a free winter planner uh so that's that's pretty cool i mean you're when you're buying this thing you're basically getting two planners for the price of one which is nice nice pretty awesome uh a lot of i was surprised actually i was you know i threw in these files it's just kind of a added bonus and and people love it people are really excited to be able to to print this off and and start using it right away so so you're you're part of a gigantic business right it's you and 40 other four thousand other workers (laughs) right or it's just you and your wife (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah that's funny um yeah so my wife and i had started a, a digital media and marketing company called modern animal about a few years ago and um we it is mostly us we we have some graphic design people that we contract with and then we have um we have this one guy that we just started working with who's very talented um at He's, he's, sort, he's sort of more of a, a digital marketing guy. Um, but basically I was I mean, getting at if you buy if you purchase this, you're supporting a family. Yeah, that's right. You're definitely supporting a family where you're supporting a family to to get started and to uh, and we, we, we just got married in October. So, you know, you know, it's it's a it's a challenge. And when we're, we're trying to become a good devoted devoted Catholic family and, you know, I think a lot of that for me is just trying to conform my professional life to a to a good good holy path. So that's that's what this represents for me for sure. Um, I, yeah, 
hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, very good. Um, Nathan, I want to can ahead. I say one other thing, Steve, real quick? Yeah. Um, I was thinking, you know, I've been thinking a lot about just entrepreneurship in general. And uh, I think that, you know, we're, we're kind of like at this time where sort of the economy is a little funky and there's a lot of odd things sort of happening in the culture. I think it's really important for Catholics to, to start kind of getting back to, to entrepreneurship. I think if you think about it, there, there was like throughout history, um, you know, we, it really would have been a lot of small family businesses. This whole thing of giant corporations um, that, that we're all, you know, anchoring our lives to is, is, is a pretty new thing. So um, I would just really encourage people to, to think about, you know, what, what can I do that's, that's Catholic, that, that provides value from my local community and hopefully a broader community um, that's within, you know, within my talents and skills and, and what can I, what can I build that's valuable, uh, and get it out there and, you know, get some support and, uh, yeah, I get, I get the phrase from, uh, Brian McCallahan in, uh, Georgia, if his channel act locally, think locally. So you can do that, especially with, uh, Catholic groups and don't go to Amazon to buy the stuff, go to their websites, go to, you know, I got my buddy Ryan Graham, Media Action Express. Go to his website. Yep. Don't buy from Amazon. Uh, exactly. I, I do part time job at Tan, Tan Books. Go to Tan's website. Don't go to Amazon. Yep. Uh, go to straight exactly. to Nathan's website. Uh, yeah. you know, things like that. Exactly. Stay, act locally, help them out. We need to be really putting effort into rebuilding not only, you know, Catholic culture like we've been talking about, but also just building an economy. Uh, that that we're all a part of that we can we can all support each other within. I think that I, that's something I'm really passionate about. And I, I, it's not that far off. It just takes a little bit of thought. Just got to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, Nathan, appreciate your time, man. And uh, yeah, good luck. And again, it's saintmaker.com. The uh, links will be underneath in the show notes. Again, if you don't know what that means, you look at the video right now that you're watching on YouTube. Scroll down, you'll see show more. Click show more as a drop down box. Check it out. Click it. It goes right to, right to Nathan's website. Yes. Thanks, Steve. Take care, bud. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Hi, brother. Take care.